my lovelies these are going to be your scorpio season messages for gemini hello gemini i keep i feel like i keep saying pisces season instead of scorpio season but anyway here we are no intro to this video but there is an outro so hopefully you'll stick around for that but for now let's see what we've got for you from the halloween oracle somebody else got this pisces pisces got this so you've got night song hidden talents i love that card interesting i think aquarius got this you got opulence it's time to lead i'm gonna say the same thing that i said to aquarius um leading doesn't always mean like getting up and saying hey guys let's go do this right it, it's not always trying to lead other people basically is what i'm trying to say um we can it's like what are we led by what are we guided by are we getting up and taking the initiative in our own life that could that can be another message of this and as i said to aquarius if you're not sure about what that means and i call it being at the vanguard of your own life in the about section of aquarian insight vanguard the the podcast if you're watching this on rumble and odyssey then i have a separate channel where i post my talks those are timeless right so these are kind of more time sensitive the readings that i do although i guess everything's really timeless i have in the about section i've written about that about what it means because vanguard can often be like you know leading other people and when we focus more on who we're leading rather than the action that makes us but puts us at the vanguard at the front of our own lives um, first and foremost, then we miss the point. Right? Then there's loads of reasons why we don't want to do it and step up. So I will say that uh, around this, but otherwise, let us read what's coming up for you. So, I mean, just because I know the other signs that got this, if Pisces got Night Song, that's your 10th house, right? So we've got hidden talents in the 10th house. And then, um, it's time to lead is in the ninth hmm that, that's more like what there's a higher meaning higher purpose what, what do you believe right leading from a place of what you believe um in how you're showing up in the world i've got this very kind of there's a very this very layered message already that's coming through right let me read this this is night song hidden talents a ruby red bird is singing in the darkness full of sound, like an unopened present, ribbons still bound. A bird singing at night is an unusual occurrence, and those birds who are known as singers of the darkness are almost always considered sacred or frightening. From the operatic nighting nightingale through to the hooting owl, hearing a bird that you cannot see weaving its magic through the night sky has captivated humans for millennia. In the past, at Halloween time, a night that the veil between the worlds was said to be at its thinnest, these night birds were considered either omens or messengers of the gods. Depending on the culture, their voices were perceived as good luck and a positive validation, or alternatively a warning about continuing on a certain pathway. In some mythology, the night bird was able to direct us towards discovering our talents and true purpose. 
a kind of guide in the darkness leading us to the dawn. Should this beautiful but shy bird sing to you by appearing during your divination, know that you must unwrap the present of yourself. Look, some of the gifts within you remain unopened. The time has come to step into your true potential and claim all possibilities for yourself. There is no more time to waste, no more excuses. Quite the statement there. So is your hidden talent an ability to lead, right? A, an ability to be the first one to stand up and say something. That's very Knight of Swords, which is your card. Um, here we go, opulence. So opulence is it's time to lead. And this is what it says. It says there is great wisdom in going with life's flow and choosing battles, conflicts and accepting change wisely and peacefully. There is also a time to assert your authority and trust your wisdom and leadership skills. People and situations are now looking to you for guidance. Wear your success and assets proudly. They are well earned. It's time to be a light so that others may follow. The girl of opulence wears the lavish golden crown of leadership. It emits a radiant glow and signifies spiritual enlightenment as well as earthly accomplishment. Being in an, in an exalted position gives you the opportunity to be a wise leader and help others. Much like happiness is only real when shared and being exalted only meaningful when it helps others. Now, going back to going back to Pisces and Aquarius for a moment, those are group consciousness energies, right? So, so whereas everything that's like individual, personal, um, they are more about the group consciousness, not mass consciousness, but group consciousness. The reason I bring that up is as, with the sun entering um, Scorpio, it trines that which is in Pisces. Remember this card came up for Pisces. Um, and it squares that which is in Aquarius, right? Um, that's a challenge. So what's coming up for me around this is weird because as I was reading that, I was thinking of Mars, right? Mars leading the way, even in ourselves, um, our ego sets us on course, right? On what, what, what to do, how we define ourselves, all of that wonderful stuff, how we go for things. And I want you to think back to around this time last year. Why am I getting you to think back to this time last year? Because this time last year, Mars was in Gemini and Mars went retrograde in Gemini, which only happens, I think, every couple of years or so, right? Mars goes retrograde in a sign and is there forever. It was in Gemini for about seven months. Um, the reason I'm bringing that up is because a lot of this feels very Mars-like. A lot of this feels like something that may have become apparent about a year ago. It's totally channeled. I know that I haven't even pulled any cards and this is coming up. And after Mars finishes whatever little sojourn in Scorpio, and, and, and Scorpio is your sixth house, right? After Mars finishes up in Scorpio, it will enter Sagittarius and Sagittarius is your opposite sign. So it's going to, and I kind of feel like that will be the check-in. That's going to be that, Hey, what did you do with all that change that happened with the, the upgrade in the ego even, right? With having um, Mars retrograde in your sign. That was ages. Do you remember that? It was ages. It was from, 
I think it was 25 degrees it went up to and then went all the way back to 8 degrees. Maybe I'm confusing that with Venus, I don't know. But I want you to to really think about what happened last year, what came up for you the end of last year, the beginning of this year, because it, it didn't leave your sign until March. And there's something about this, I, I just can't feel it. That's, it's almost like that, it came up then, this thing, and maybe you've been working towards it, maybe you've been doing something around that. But remember it said like, you know, we need to unwrap it fully now. There's still gifts that are hidden. You may have unwrapped a few of them, but there's still some that are hidden. And this feels like it's prepping you for that. Maybe, you know, that's where you can fully go all out when Mars. And Mars is not going to be in, I think it's at least another month and a half or something before Mars hits Sagittarius. But that's what's coming up for me. That That's the big kind of energy around this. Of what you're doing, how you're doing it, why are you doing it? Like, what would you like to do? This is bigger, brighter, bolder, right? Especially when you've got this, um, it's time to lead card that comes up. Maybe you're not comfortable leading, right? And think about this in your own life, because it's sixth house. It could be day to day, it could be in your office at work, it could be at home, like how you're managing your life. And you've got a lunar eclipse in your 12th, which I think is going to expose um, fears that you might have, or blind spots even, that's a theme that keeps coming up, blind spots. That, you know oh yeah that doesn't affect me anymore that's not a fear of mine anymore or I, I can't let that fear or blind spot like be govern the situation anymore and so you begin to make changes whatever area of your life this is right i think it's at a very kind of mundane basic all of it like you know what feeds all of your life um from there we start to leap so if you are around people who've got bad habits, you could be the example of what is good. If you've got, you know, at work, they're doing a certain thing where you can start to show up in a different way. Maybe you're the one that speaks up and says, hey guys, like, you know, that project's not going to work like that. Whereas otherwise you normally wouldn't have because you do the whole, well, who am I? Who am I to know? You're Gemini, right? You know, you see all the details, you get all the information. There's a new truth I think you can see here and it may be time to sing your song, Gemini. I know, easier said than done. Why does this deck feel so weird all of a sudden? All right. lovelies bottom of the deck underlying energy the five of swords all right and the bloody hell five of swords five of pentacles two agents of chaos right at the gate we have the two of swords coming up central the world in the past um and you know that whole aquarius i know i use astrological language i'm talking about aquarius and pisces but you have um, and I don't mean them literally. I mean the energies that are around them. Because you've got Saturn, which is in Pisces, and you've got this Aquarius card that comes up here. So you've got this, um, I keep, maybe it's the beginning of this year, Aquarius season, Pisces season. What changed for you around that time? Because I can feel it so strongly. 
Atlas. The King of Wands, all right. Yeah. It's time to lead King of Wands, King of Staves in this deck. High Priestess. That's that. That's the moon. Well, I mean, you've got a full moon. After this is the future, right? So you have got a full moon coming up in your sign, which is that I'm, I'm no longer this. That's how I always see the full moons in our own signs. And the two of wands going in a different direction, right? That's, that is a Mars and Aries. I knew there's a Mars connection with you guys. I know it feels like not just a bloody lifetime ago, but several lifetimes ago, right? This time last year, you're like, what the hell? I've gone through so much since then. You may have done, but things happen in cycles. And at the time when something's happening, we may not be able to get the perspective or the understanding of what it means for us until further down the road. All right, let's get clarified for this. All right, that one stuck out as well. Seven of Pentacles. What is this? The King of Swords? All right. It's strange. Your one's just full of timings. And yes, I understand. It's um, it's a general reading. So that obviously not everyone's going to be bound by the same timeline. But where I see it, I will always say it. That's the Queen of Cups, if I didn't say that. Just the hermit. Guys. Seven of Wands. Page of Swords. Bloody hell, these are just flying out now. Three of Swords. Oh. That's almost like a kind of why do I tell that story about myself? Kind of energy. So we've got the Four of Pentacles and the Nine of Swords, all right. Six of Swords. You've got so many swords. I mean, you are an air sign. I get it. Yeah, this definitely is moving. I've said this a lot about Gemini, and you, you, you may um, remember this, but I always say this about Gemini, uh, about every Gemini I've ever known. Geminis, are, they can tell you what's wrong with them. Right? They're very good at telling you what's wrong with them. Um, what do I mean by this? I mean, I mean, they can dissect and tell you, yeah, I've got abandonment issues or yeah, I've got trust issues or I'm a commitment phobe or um, I don't believe in this stuff because I just think it leaves me vulnerable. Like very much can break it down. Yes, I have a tendency to do this. Yes, I overthink things, like whatever it is. So I usually find that, you know, Geminis are very self-aware. They're very aware of, of what they... It's almost like one twin can see it and the other twin and tells it, right? You know, hey, you're doing this, you know this, right? So Geminis are very aware of that. But just being aware of something doesn't solve the problem, right? And you guys know that. So just knowing that, hey, the accounts aren't balanced because you've looked at it and said the accounts aren't balanced, it doesn't fix that. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that accounts suddenly become balanced because we know they're unbalanced. So knowing in ourselves where we're unbalanced doesn't automatically fix the problem. I know you're thinking, well, that's, you may be thinking, I don't know if you are, but you may be thinking, well, that, yes, that's like, you know, well done, Jay, Captain Obvious. There's something around that coming up here of something that you're aware of that you have been aware of for a while 
you may do something about it. Wow. The Hierophant. Yeah, that's the prescribed part. Also, I want to say this. High Priestess, Hierophant. They are the masculine and the feminine of the same energy. Now, you've got a 12th house transit. Obviously, lunar eclipse in your 12th house. The high priestess is the spiritual side, the ethereal side, right? Um, and the hierophant is more the, the earthly rules, <clears throat> excuse me, what that means. So if we believe this and our intuition tells us this, then what rules do we follow in life from that? That's why one is seen as religion, the other one is seen as spirituality. And they don't have to be that different. Like a religious person can be spiritual and, you know, and they can also not be spiritual it doesn't mean that the two always reside in the same space but they can reside in the same space that's also uh, when we have some deep kind of like a relationship you know almost like you know it feels like we've known each other for lifetimes kind of energy can come up around this i don't see any other kind of relationship stuff so i'm not going to go in that direction but that might be one to look out for especially if you've got seventh house transit coming up in sag season right what's this knight of wands oh, talk about sagittarius right there we go bloody hell that could be gemini i'm telling you yours is a lot of uh, timing around yours six of cups talking about timing that's the past five of swords what's the conflict what's the not a straight out win-win situation four of swords let's get one more all right let's put this here what is this strength holy moly all right let's start over here so the world completion of a cycle right we always know that with the world it's graduation the saturnian lessons are done we have learned how to do something a certain way now the way that i've been describing it this season right this season i didn't know every season but this season the, the way the world energy seems to be coming up and a couple of signs have got it in this way i see it as because you know that's like well what does that mean like doing things um a certain way I, if you're on the Discord server, I gave an example of this um, in the feed for uh, in the feed for thought channel. I, I I talked about being upset, so I got upset yesterday, and I realised in the moment as I was upset, it was it was shocking to me to be upset because I realised I don't get upset, and yet the story that I have about myself is that I am affected a lot by what goes on around me, and then I realised, but you haven't really been right this year. This this is the second time this year. That you've been upset <clears throat> and so a number of things happened in that moment first of all i realized shit the last two times it, it wasn't the same person it wasn't the same scenario or situation but at the core of it the same i i experienced the same thing that you know i had been treated in a certain way even though it's totally different person totally different thing right so and what i mean by upset because someone asked me the question what i mean by upset is where my inner equilibrium emotional balance was disrupted beyond like the normal fluctuation this was where you know someone affected me 
by by their words what they said which doesn't happen right and so first of all there was that the understanding of okay that this has happened but then the second part of that was well if i just got affected why does this hang on this only happened twice this year and i wasn't saying that in a great way that's the bit i mean by the world <clears throat> which is you know maybe that the cycle that i went through before right this was everything kept affecting me so with the world card coming in with saturn coming in it's like hey you know you get affected too much by everything so we're not going to do things that way well done you you felt all your feelings it's all good your next cycle is going to be where things don't affect you so much how do you retain your inner equilibrium so maybe that's the cycle i've just gone through i'm just giving this as an example i hope this makes sense and so now with that cycle having ended it's like okay great right but now that you've managed to keep your equal in equilibrium are you 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 can go and be in more situations different situations more harrowing situations that may not be as safe and you don't need things to be as safe as um as you once did and there's something like that that's coming up around this now i'll tell you why i'm saying that not just because it's the world but because it's given you a level of knowledge and detachment king of swords comes up with this now so what does that mean well the seven of pentacles says well then what is worth your time and effort like that must have changed what you've given your time and effort to those things change now right because you have more knowledge um you, that cycle is complete the way you do things and what is it that you're doing here well you've got the king of swords so it's going to be thoughts beliefs ideas and how we communicate how do we show up how do we engage with ideas how do we share our ideas that's all changing that's like and that's changed already it's the past right last week last month last year so maybe you've been exposing yourself to more information talking about different kinds of things like there's there's been a change here around this but look at this right Five of I'm laughing because five of swords is conflict. It's where we want to get the last word. It's where, you know, the, the question comes up, do I want to be right or do I want to be happy? And it doesn't have to be that clear cut. You know, it could be, I can say, think about this as at work. I'm not saying it is, but again, you are, you know what this situation is because you're coming in with it. Five of swords is, you know, it's conflict. It's, it's blind ambition. It's it's the truth is the truth is the truth. I'm going to say it. I don't care. Right? You know, I have to say it. But the five of pentacles is lack of support. It's the poverty cards. It could be emotional poverty. It could be financial poverty. It could be that. So either me saying what I need to say is going to cost me in terms of support and whatever. It's a feeling. Or I need to speak out about my needs. So it could be either it's going to play on however it is for you. But this is chaos we bring order to chaos and you've got the right axis for it sixth and house twelfth house right it is that it's the very real practical reality of your day-to-day -day, your sixth house and that spiritual stuff that comes in have you forgotten your spiritual stuff in your day-to-day -day? it can happen to everyone so I, i'm that's not i don't say that as a judgment sometimes it can be difficult to reconcile the two you know things can just happen where, where it's difficult to reconcile our beliefs or what we see as heaven, right? The higher self with the very material, mechanistic, physical self. 
So there's a, the, there's chaos here around that that comes up. But we've got with the Queen of Swords, we've got the Queen of Cups. Now, what this says to me is that I don't know. I almost get the sense of someone being too nice, right? But you know, because the Queen of Cups, she's lovely, but she's very emotional. And so that five of swords, which may be conflict, it can be blind ambition, it can be just talking up, arguing about ideas and stuff. It can be a way to protect your feelings, right? So I get that around that. But with the five of pentacles and the hermit, very much there's a sense of I need to do it alone, right? It, it's my job to protect my feelings. It's my job to figure out um, what I'm lacking. and it may or may not be i mean that it's not saying it should be or it shouldn't be it's just the themes that you're coming in with you're coming in with themes around what ambition is for you um what conflict there is for you where is that conflict H how are your needs being met um what is loving nurturing energy for you how do you show self-love to yourself and with the hermit what empowered choices and decisions do you make you know, beyond what you have loads of or what you don't have any of. What is it that you want at this time? What is, you know, you're discerning what matters to you, really matters from a place of this Queen of Cups. We have the Two of Swords been coming up a lot, right? A lot of decisions getting made this season. Again, I'm going to say this, this can be conflict. So you, who have you been arguing with? And I don't mean just the usual Gemini debate or back and forth or, you know, playing devil's advocate. This is, who is there friction with? It could be in the home, it could be at work, it could be in your friends group. But where is there a clashing of ideas or truths? And I think for some of you with that Queen of Cups, maybe you haven't been saying it, right? Because you feel sorry for them or you just think it's not their fault. Like, you know, when we make excuses for people, that's why I'm saying that someone's been too nice with that queen of cups and that hermit but it leaves you feeling alone alone right as the hermit and the reason i say that is because the five of pentacles person has needs they must ask for help right there's a thing about asking for help when the five of pentacles comes up but with the two of swords it's almost like you can't or there's inner conflict on whether you should do that you got the seven of wands here and you got the page of swords. So what this comes down to is like, let's just take a step back from everything, everything, no matter what's going on, no matter what you want to achieve, no matter what right now in this moment, no matter what is going on, happening in your past, no matter what you hope happens in your future, what matters to you right now? The hermit is saying that and this um, seven of wands, what do you stand for? What matters to you above everything else right now? And why? Because whatever that is, and you might have been working on a problem for a while, you might be sat here thinking, I don't know what my hidden talents are. And maybe that's why you can't see your hidden talents, because there's so much chaos around you and that you're trying to deal with and navigate. You know, when there's loads of shit, think about it. If you were in the middle of a bloody a fight that's going on, like people throw it, like a food fight even, let's just not get bloody, there's enough war and conflict in the world without going to the bloody era but there's a food fight going on now you'd just stay down right wouldn't you just hide under the table so you don't get hit by the food 
And there's almost a sense here of that, that there's so much chaos around you of your own creation, of other people around you, work, family, whatever, that you kept your head down. But in keeping your head down, Seven of Wands, being defensive, standing there, I'm not getting involved in this, you retract your energy so much that your, your, your talents are also hidden in that. And this isn't so much about getting other people to to stop fighting right um you've got it's time to lead so maybe you have to stand up and say even if you get you know pie in your face or something it's like to sh to yell to get everyone's attention and rather than saying stop fighting that's not leading right it may be guys let's like, walk out of the room or i'm gonna go eat something but you guys keep wasting the food i'm gonna go eat some food so your example is what is needed in that situation. I, I understand with the hermit and with everything else that like you might understand if there's, you know, if there's with friends or family or work, you might understand both sides. But when the hermit's coming out, he doesn't want to get involved in it. Like, you know, he's just, gonna, he's going to take a step back. Yes, maybe that was the right thing to do. But right now, it's there's a deadlock with that two of swords. You don't know what to do. This has become the status quo now. The chaos has become normal. It's not a phase anymore. It's become the way things are. And again, I'm going to say to you, has it become the predominant thing from a year? Did you think at first, oh God, it'll be over. It'll you know, blow over in a little while. And it hasn't. So this is where I would say it's time to lead is how you address this. Now I get it. There's a whole load of shit that comes up at the very thought of you even doing that, of getting involved in the situation that way. How do I know that? Because you've got the three of swords. These are old triggers, old pains, old wounds, old stories, self-criticism. Who am I to say this? Who am I to do this? Who am I to step up and, and say whatever? That is not the page of swords. The page of swords is brand new mindset. What does this situation need right now? How do I deal with the situation right now? I shared something on the Discord server yesterday and anyone that watches The Crown, um, it's, I think it was in the, in her, um, you know, when her Anna Cerebralis or whatever, the, the worst year of the Queen's life, anyway, and it was season five. And she's going to give a speech and her mother the queen mother sees the speech and says oh no you can't say this and blah 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 and the queen's like yes i can and i want to say that she basically thinks the qu thinks the queen is oversharing uh, that she's not meant to she's meant to be the monarch and she's not meant to have emotions or have feelings and does that apply to any of you and the the queen mother reminds her daughter queen elizabeth ii um she says to her don't you remember the three questions that we always ask ourselves? Does it need saying? Does it need saying now? Does it need saying by me? I'm going to say that again. Does it need saying? Does it need saying now? Does it need saying by me? Now, that the queen, the queen mother is using those three questions to get the queen to um, not talk, right? So her, she wants the queen to answer no to at least one of those so that she doesn't say what she needs to say. I don't pose that to you for you to say no. I pose those questions to you to get you to look at them and see where the answer is yes. 
Because there's another part of it is if not you, then who? If not now, then when? Right. And this feels like a deadlock or a stalemate here. And look at this. This might be your hidden talent to be able to talk in this situation. This might be the way that you lead is by addressing this. I do see it as something outside of yourself. And it can it may be something in the house, in your environment, you know, um, your neighbours or what goes on at work. It's something like that. But I'm not saying that your hidden talent in this great reading, the spiritual thing is, um, that's it. That's your purpose in life. But it may indicate something else. It may lead to something else. It feels like a, a gateway is a good word for your reading, actually. But there, there's this kind of gateway. And the gateway itself looks horrible. It's like, I don't want to get involved in that argument or that fight or to deal with this person. They're always ready to have an argument. But in the something about the way that you deal with that shows you something about yourself, which is how you lead, which is a hidden talent. This is most definitely one of those that's tricky to do as a general because it's going to be different for everyone, right? <clears throat> but the main thing, if, if you take your mind off the situation for a moment and understand that whether you do or whether you don't, whether you get involved or don't, whether you argue or not, whether you keep tearing someone apart the way you, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, why? What is the trigger? What is the story? What is the wound? What is being replayed here? Because the Page of Swords very clearly says, hey, we need a different mindset. We need a beginner's mindset. Look at this with fresh eyes, with fresh understanding. And your ability may be to be able to see the context, right? To see the to see a, a certain context that others cannot see. <clears throat> Excuse me. And a lot of this might be, think back to Libra season. What came up for you in Libra season? What did you come up with and think, oh, I'd really like to do that? Or that might be a, a really kind of an act of self-love or, you know, something like that. What is it that came up for you? Because this feels like how you do it or the hurdle to doing that or to expressing that or to being that way. Now, let's move forward, right? So do you see how we've got this Five of Swords agent of chaos here, right? Of um, arguments. This is like, there's never a clear winner with the Five of Swords. It always costs you something. You know, you might say the thing to someone, but then they never talk to you again. So you lose a friend. Like, so it's it's never a clear cut win with the five of swords. The reason I'm going back over that is because you did get the six of swords here. And the six of swords is we're moving on, man. We're not fighting anymore. Let's get us move on from this conflict. And one of the ways that <clears throat> I did that in the last year, if you guys know this, since 2020, when, when the North Node was in Gemini, it has a lot to answer for. <clears throat> Excuse me, bloody hell. So my throat's going in your reading. Is one of the ways that I, is I stopped doing the whole agree, disagree. Like I, if I have a conversation with someone, that's not the reaction you're going to get from me. Right. I take it in. I listen. I take in all the information. But whether I agree or disagree, that is not the point. Because if we if we start from there. And we have to try to get the other one to agree, disagree. And this is your energy. This is what you guys govern this. The truth is multifaceted. The lovers shows us that. The twins of Gemini show us that. So agreeing or disagree with, some, with someone, 
if it's about a topic, yeah, great. But if it's about a relationship with someone else, the relationships that we have in our own life, then that's kind of almost the least important part of that. So this is, if you guys are in a massive like argument at the moment or fight or there's like crazy like people going nuts around you, which a lot of people are going for that at the moment with everything that's going on in the world, the disagreements, the opinions, the the divisiveness, right? And all this, the polarity and thoughts and ideas. With the King of Wands, that's Leo energy, which is your third house, right? And how you speak. This is a roar, you know, this is that you stand up and speak truth to power, right? You know, that's what it says, but you don't have to argue. I think that's your hidden talent because you've got the King of Wands here, the King of Staves in this deck, and you've got the, the Six of Swords. Now, let's backtrack a moment. You've got the King of Wands here. What has he developed from? He's developed from the King of Swords. The King of Swords, this is right. This is, you know, you can bury someone with facts, right? With the King of Swords coming up here. And that's how you used to do things. Bury someone with facts bury someone with details that's how and you may have spent a lot of time effort and energy like researching or doing that or whatever it was but that's ended with the world now we're not doing the king of swords we're doing the king of wands that's what she said but yeah with the king of wands here and so this is more about how you show up what inspires you what um what m makes you feel alive right because that's how you move forward we're not burying people in facts. We're not nitpicking. It, it's less cerebral in a way. I mean, you've got the bloody Four of Swords down here as well. There's very way less cere cerebral. Yes, I'm aware I'm saying this to Gemini. Why do we do that? If that's the desire, right, we move on with this um, being the King of Wands now, which is your third house, which, yes, you know, and you're the natural... You're naturally related to the third house, the way that I see it. You have the nine of swords and you have the four of pentacles. If you're doing the whole, you know, if I do this and that's going to happen, or if I say this, then that's going to happen, right? You're not going to do anything. You, you won't do anything. That's what this says. Because the nine of swords is we've gone too far in the future. The four of pentacles is right. Like, shit, I'm just going to stay here then. Right? You know, nothing ventured, nothing gained. I just hold on to the security and the safety that I have. <clears throat> but that's not what these two say. That's not what the king of wands and the six of swords says. It says, take action. You maybe don't have to say anything. Right? Remember what I said about the food fight? If you just stood up and put the music on and walked out or started dancing or doing something. <clears throat> there's a movie on Netflix. The only reason I watched it is because, you know, when Netflix shows you a little clip of the movie, there's there's two guys, a father and a son, and they're fighting with each other and squabbling. And, you know, it's, it's bloody Christmas and they're on the sofa, like fighting with each other, physically fighting. And all of a sudden the mother walks in and starts singing um, Ding Dong Merrily on High. And, you know, she's singing it like going full force in the middle of this fight that's happening. It's not a comedy, it's a horror movie. It's called Await Further Instructions. Really good movie. And I thought I have to watch this movie just based off that clip. And, but she did it not as the King of Swords. As the King of Swords, she would have said, guys, you guys are being stupid. You're ruining Christmas. Stop doing that. They would have ignored her. 
But with her energy, King of Wands, she came in and started singing Ding Dong Merrily and High, you know, giving it, she gave it her full whack, the way she sang it. And that is her energy disrupted, the, the, she led by example. She did it in a different way. That King of Wands, your ability to lead, to show up with your energy, right? That is your hidden talent. That is what how you move forward without having to fight. And you've done not a lot of this chaos and fighting and arguments and all the rest of it. You know, it's felt very probably mentally chaotic for you with this energy and left you feeling really deprived and struggling with that five of pentacles coming up with it. If we don't do this, we don't find a way to do this, then what we do instead is this is what will disrupt that. Worrying about the future and trying to keep your head down, right? Four of pentacles. I'm going to get one more for this. Bloody hell. Yeah, five of wands. I love this, right? I love it. So do you see, it's an agent of chaos, but it's my favourite agent of chaos. Um, here's the difference. Five of swords, it's winning on losing, right? It's um, reward, punishment, win, lose, blind ambition. It can be selfish. It can be jealousy. It can be all of that horrible stuff, right? That can happen. But the five of wands, it is conflict as well, but it's healthy conflict in that it's where there's not just a, like a winner and a loser or somebody steals all the swords, right? No one else is left with it and they're not friends with them anymore. The five of swords is bitchy, right? The five of swords. Five of wands is we all improve out of doing this. We all get better out of doing this. This is healthier for all of us. We all grow. We all pull out some new moves in doing it this way. This is the same old, same old. So if you're projecting into the future, but doing the same thing, right? There's no new energy. You're probably right then, right? Because you're holding on to the same situation. But if you show up differently, then the situation automatically changes. You engage with each other in a different way. That can be anywhere. It doesn't have to be Christmas and the family or anything. Um, now, what I get here is the heaven and earth, the meeting of heaven and earth right that 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 aligns here with the high priestess and with this um hierophant that's coming up the hierophant is the prescribed path it's the rules that we've had but that's not the main card that's coming up the high priestess is coming up as the main card and and what it's kind of saying around this with the high priestess this is trusting our intuition and be very mindful of what you have faith in outside of yourself. Like the first must be that you have faith in yourself. And then this is where, you know, you have faith. You have a feeling about something, but then somebody else comes. You could be gaslit. I'm just saying this when this comes up. You, know, you get that feeling of you're being gaslit. You're like, that's not true. I don't, that's, not how I, that's not how I remember it. That's not what happened here. That only becomes a problem if we are focused on having the past define our future if that situation happens for, for you as in like last time this happened or this happened or that happened you could just say all right look where are we right now right now where are we right now what's the situation what do we want to get out of this situation right now save yourself that five of swords anything that gets you to step out of that five of swords energy you take it you grab it with both hands this season gemini it's all new ways of doing things. And I know that because you've got the Knight of Wands here. 
So that fire is still there. It's action. It's creative energy. It's it's the curious optimist. It's like, well, what other way can we do this then? The rules have changed. So do not play the same game that, you know, the, the rules have changed of that game. This is how we make peace with the past six of cups. So this is not about, I don't care what happens, right? This is not the time to be looking back and saying, well, this happened and that happened. And we could even gaslight ourselves in that situation, right? Because we remember things in a certain way. The Knight of Wands is very much here and now. The King of Wands is very much here and now. What inspires me? What brings me to life? How can I be creative with what's here? King of Wands is socially um, socially responsible because he's a king. And the Knight of Wands is very dynamic as well. He's, he's going on an adventure. A new adventure. The future is an adventure. And that would be an adventure if we're looking at things as the Page of Swords, right? With fresh eyes. So there's a, a level of creativity that comes up here. If you've got solutions to things around you and you've never said them because you're like, well, no one's going to be interested or they're going to have a fight, right? Whatever that fight is, it you're a part of it. I know that's hard to say. I'm not saying that you cause the fight to so do whatever, but how you then engage with whatever energy is brought to you, you are a part of it. This is a very different way of giving your energy. And I think it's going to go from Scorpio to Sag season. Like, you know, it, it may be in Sag season with your full moon in Gemini where you think, you know what? I'm not that person anymore. That's just not me. I'm not going to show up in relationships that way. And You're not trying to be that different person. It's the realisation of what has already changed within you. But you get closer to understanding that by knowing this, what your hidden talents are and that it's on you to lead to to put this forward. You got the two of wands as your advice. So this is about giving your energy in a different way. This is Mars and Aries. Remember again what I was saying about this Mars energy. It feels kind of big for you guys. Um, do you know what this is? It's the five of swords again. So this is doing conflict in a different way. Four of swords, no words needed. I don't mean give people the silent treatment because that's abuse of its own kind. But with courage with looking deep within and knowing i mean you've got this leo energy there's more than one way to have a conversation with someone right there's more than one way you know imagine like so even if someone's being totally ridiculous right and they're just maybe cherry picking day or doing whatever whatever's going on in your life right you know they're interpreting something in a very specific way in a very uncharitable way that happens sometimes you can come in and call that person stupid you're just being stupid you're a liar you're stupid shut fuck up right you could do that five of swords that's what happens there or you can say right i, I hear you i get it fine but where are we right now like that thing of like go from where you are right now that's seven of ones as well where are we right now what are we doing next because if you've watched any of my videos recently and my talks that I've done, you can justify anything. Anything can be justified. From your side, with as being this leader of this hidden talent, you want to engage with your King of Wands and your Knight of Wands. Now, I wish I could give you more information than that, because, but it depends on what your life is and the situation on how you deal with the King of Wands and the, the Knight of Wands, right? 
But there's an excitement around that. There's a creativity. There's a vibrancy around them. It's not just about taking shots at each other. And with the strength card coming out, it takes courage. But also, it's about facing our own inner beast. Knowing that why we do the things that we do. You're going from to a much more kind of wands energy than a swords one. Yeah, look, something's changed. I don't know what it is. You've got death. Um, this is a long-standing change. This is a change that you've wanted for a long, long time. You've probably felt this change happening for a long time, but it is time to step forward and share it with the world or share this part of you with those closest to you, begin there um, and go forward. But, I ha and I've already said it a couple of times, I want to say it one more time. The most important part of this, right, but even with death transformation this is showing grace and dignity under immense change that's going on that's what death ultimately is this is about where are we right now how do we go forward where am i right now how do i go forward because especially with that prescribed path of the hierophant and the the six of cups that comes up here you've gotten the gifts out of the past right they you've used the talents that you needed the world card says that as well in the past there are a new set of gifts and talents that you have for this period going forward and they are less swords based air energy and much more fire based wands energy i think i'm gonna leave it right there you have to let me know how you get on with this gemini but thank you so much for watching i'm gonna hand you over to me in the outro right now all right, lovely people, before you head off, I did have an outro for you. If you're watching the video, if you're not listening to this as a podcast, you will see a quote up on the screen right now. It flashed up on the screen before the reading as well. If you were watching, you may have seen it. But what it says is we've tried everything possible and none of it has worked. Now we must try the impossible. Now, I don't think it's correct to say that none of it has worked, but I'm all there for the impossible part. And part of what I want to say to you for the outro is related to this quote or can be summed up by this quote. But before I do that, let me just take care of the housekeeping stuff that I didn't say in the intro. The last day that you can book a personal reading with me is the 9th of December. My calendar is open until the 19th of January. So I will be doing readings up until the 19th of January. But the last day that you can book with me is the 9th of December. Check out the description if you're interested in doing that. I also want to say a massive, huge, the biggest thank you ever to everyone that has supported me on my journey this far. I've been reflecting a lot on all the support that I've received. Whether that is that you've just been here, where you've just been commenting for, for years. Whether you're a new person and you've messaged me to say, hey, you know, I've just found you and how the readings resonate with you or what you're doing with them. All of it is support. It doesn't matter how long you've been here. And I appreciate you so much. And especially to those of you that have, you know, I've gone on one hell of a journey, especially challenging financial institutions, challenging what value means and the value of content and why I create content. And those of you that have donated during that time, you have helped me so much with that. And in more ways than I have words to convey you have helped me to become the person that I am today through your act of support, through you picking up the slack while I explored other things. So I said this to someone who I support on Patreon. Um, I said this to someone the other day because they were asking us what 
we wanted, right, as viewers of um, his channel. And I said to him two things. I said, number one, the quote that is often attributed to Henry Ford, if I'd asked my customers what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. And the other thing that I said is that I was supporting him so that he could grow as a creator, so that he could bring his own creativity and grow in the ways that he needed to as a content creator. And, I, and you know, being on the other side of it, I do appreciate so much those of you that have allowed me to do that. So thank you so much. And I hope you will continue to support me as we go forward. Now, back to the quote. To be able to try the impossible, to be able to pull out the versions of ourselves that we've only ever dreamed of being right or of being healed in ways that we've only ever dreamed of healing or loving or being loved right it means we dig deep it means for us to grow those trees right going all Jungian for a moment for us to grow into those beautiful strong trees we must have our roots go much deeper and Scorpio season every single year brings that to the table encourages us to do that it's a season of transformation and change. And I get it, right? We always want to look at the positive, positive change, positive transformation. And yet we are remiss if we do not look at the relationship that we have with darkness. I've already recorded one talk on this, which I recorded before I started these readings, and it's called A Vengeance. Because one of the things that I've noticed is that I can talk in theory around light and dark. I can talk in, and we've looked, we've done the theory so much of the theory that we've done and I've talked about this so much because I think it always comes back to me for this I've said this over the years that we've done the theory we've done the wax on wax off now it's time to apply what we've learned and there's cycles within cycles within cycles we have been doing this up until this point but we're being called to do it with different parts of ourselves as the quote says to try the impossible it can seem like a lot and you are a lot, right? Let's just be honest. You are a lot. I am a lot. We are nuanced and we are complex beings. But when faced with that kind of complexity, we can end up at one of the extremes, right? Oversimplifying the complexity. So it's just reducing it down to good or bad, right? Right or wrong to doing it to that. Or the other end of the spectrum, which is, you know, just as unhelpful, is to be lost in the nuance and complexity, to say that this is situation's too complex, I don't know what to do, there's nothing that I can choose, I can't do anything. Sometimes the best that we can do is to be okay with our own reasons for what we do. And for some of us, that seems impossible, right? To be to just be okay with the fear, to be okay with the hope, to be okay with the uncertainty of what we are doing and how we are showing up and how we feel. And I say, if that is the most impossible thing that you face this season, then you are amazing. That is, you know, a job well done. Anyway, I'm going to be here and I'm going to try to show up in as many ways as possible, sharing how I navigate my own impossibilities, right? And my own uncertainties. I'm going to share them with you. Like I said, I already have done one, which is called Vengeance. In fact, if I miss things out, always check the description. Sometimes I forget and you can remind me in the comments saying, Jay, you said you were going to post this. You didn't. Um, I'm very appreciative if you remind me if I say I'm going to link something and I haven't. But more than all of that, when we do a deep dive, you know, it it's, can feel very solo. It is, right? We're going very internal. It's very much within us. I want you to know two things. You're not alone. 
yes whatever's going on inside of you whatever you find with inside of you whatever darkness you find there whatever light you find there right we all have it we're all working with the same tools we may be expressing them in a different way but we're all working with the same thing and we are here for each other secondly it is more important than ever for you to realize right now your own power to realize that especially with the north node in aries like forget even scorpio season your empowerment you have power you will be told again and again there's a scene actually from buffy i remember it where the council's calm and everyone's calm and all this kind of stuff happens to her and she says she has a realization she says everyone keeps telling her that she's going to get squashed like a bug and she is this and she is that and that she needs everyone and she needs the council to give her advice and she needs you know whatever and if anyone's wondering when this was it was when she's fighting glory season five i think it is and she's walking around in um Joel, in the magic shop and she says what i realized is you guys need me i have the power you need me that that's why you're here telling me that i'm nothing so you remember that when you're being told you are part of the problem when you're being told that you are whatever you are whatever you know you're being told that you are the problem for or that you need to be protected and to be looked after and for all of that stuff you remember that you would not be being told that if the opposite were not true i've seen ads coming up on youtube i've seen all this kind of stuff coming up and one of the red flags for me at the moment is why are you trying so hard to convince me of something if you can face those things lovely people this season then you have already started on that journey to the impossible right i'm gonna wrap this up this is a little bit longer than i intended i love you guys so much thank you so much for being here i appreciate you so much i will speak to you guys next time but that's all for now goodbye